Hello and welcome to Lux the Podcast. My name is Margot Morin. I'm America's Catholic sweetheart. And I'm Stephen Antonio, and we all are going to get to heaven. <laughs> wow. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> a proclamation that is, that's some good news yeah, right just there. Quoting, just quoting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here at Lux, we do that kind of thing. But we also look and listen. Listen, we were mostly listen to the upcoming Sunday Gospel. Mm-hmm. We understand it, yeah. hopefully in new ways. Oh, yes. New, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And then we we sprinkle in a little bit of our experience of how it kind of is works out in the real world, yeah. in real life. And hopefully it, it connects to your experience too, listener. Mm-hmm. And that spells Lux, that L-U-X, does, and that's right. Lux the podcast. That's the key. <laughs> and we always start every Lux podcast with an icebreaker. Breaker. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible. Oh, oh I, I spilled it. Oh my, are you okay? God, I'm fine. I can't. I, I it's okay, off. the equipment's okay. <laughs> wow. But how are you? I was really trying to get Yeah, that was a good, good sound. Yeah. <laughs> Ice is melted, yeah. so oh lord, it's oh, rough. Well, what's the questions? <laughs> okay, <laughs> right, the actual icebreaker. Tell us um, your favorite season and Ooh. something about you that other people might have a hard time believing. <laughs> fall, love fall. Okay, the best. Okay, and I'm a two-time winner, gold time. Wait, two-time gold-winning Irish step dancer. <sighs> Yeah, I don't believe that. I know. Because <laughs> everyone's like, do it. And I say, I'm not a monkey. I feel like you made up that no. in like two truths and a lie Listen, when you I'll, were in seventh grade. I'm going to call my parents. They're right upstairs. Uh-huh. And they'll tell me. Do they have pictures? I don't. I think so. Mm, pics or it didn't happen. <laughs> okay. okay. Favorite I, season, Margot? <laughs> we're off on a rough start here today. I love the spring. Yeah, Man, I love the spring. Really? Yes, coming out of the winter when it's so dark and muddy yeah. and it gets brighter and, and warmer and the Red Sox start yep. and the lilacs bloom. Mm, I just love it. Okay. Also, it doesn't last very long, so it's just like treasured, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, global warming. <laughs> right, true. Mm-hmm. Um, something you might have a hard time believing about me is that I used to be a singer. Yeah. In college, I, yeah. Sang, I did a lot of singing. I that's did, right. You were like in a, a band. I was in a rock band. Yes. That's another thing that may yeah. be startling to hear. Because you're not one of those like show singers. You know, like when other people are singing, you're not like, oh, this is my moment to show. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Nope. I'm not. Picks? Videos? I do have picks. Oh, okay. Not videos, I don't okay. think. Yeah. But picks, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back on the a reel to reel from back in the day. Well, I can't wait to see how this relates to the Gospels. <laughs> if it does, we'll see. <laughs> this is a reading from the Gospel of Matthew. We're in the 26th Sunday of Ordinary Time, and we're in chapter 21, verses 28 to 32. It's a shorty. It's a whole verse this week. There's no A. Right. There's no There's no cutting off of anything. You're right. I know you're strict about that. <laughs> Just, you know... Make a system and follow it. That's all I want people to do. (laughs) Is that too much to ask? (laughs) So here's the reading. Uh, It sounds a little bit something like this. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, what is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterward, changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. 
He said in reply, yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the father's will? They answered, the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes did, yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. Oh, man. Ho, 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 ho. He's not making a case for Christians. <laughs> To be a Christian. Well, he's not making a case for... Why? Because it's like... You're going to have to hang out with tax collectors and prostitutes? Yeah. And they're like, you guys... I feel like that's more fun. Well, definitely more fun. But also, he's like, you idiots don't do it right. I mean, he's talking to Jewish people, to be fair. Oh, okay. You know, so it's not the Christians that he's talking to. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, can we dive into this? Because this is kind of confusing to me. Okay. So, there's a vineyard owner. Yep. He has two sons. He says to one, go work. And the son goes, no. Yeah, I relate. But he does anyway. Oh, I relate. Yeah. Then, yeah, that does sound like you. Yeah, I'm a no. Good news. (laughs) Stay tuned. Yep. The other son says, you bet. I'm on my way. And never shows up. Oh, okay. So, which one is doing the will of his father? The one that said no and then did it. Yeah. Right. Reluctantly. Right. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) But, yeah, he's saying, John said, here's what you need to do to get salvation or get into heaven. Yep. And um, the tax collectors and the prostitutes were like, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I've been wild and out up till now. Do, we, do people still say wild and out? Uh, it used to be a show. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Um, but now I'm in. Yeah. Right? Now I'm going to change my world. Um, and then these chief priests and scribes, right? Mm-hmm. These are the leaders of the church. Pharisees. Pharisees. Maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they're definitely church leaders yeah. who should, who should, when yeah. hearing from John that this is good news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they should have been like, okay. Change and do. Right? Move. Yeah. But instead, they were like, yep, yep you bet. We get it. We believe in God. Mm. And then didn't change. This might be my favorite gospel. Really? Yes. <laughs> do tell. Well, because it's like, you know, posting something kind on Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then actually not like just for the gram. You know, like. Oh, okay. Just doing it because the show. Being fake. When when actually you need to actually do it and believe it and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Change. Yeah. Yeah. So he's really calling out the people who call themselves followers. Right. And don't do it. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Who would that be in the church today? <laughs> Go on. Do you have an answer to that? Uh, many people. Uh, I don't want to call them out. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you have names? No. Name five. Um, I mean, those that say you're sitting in my pew, I, I think is definitely one of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like those that forget. Well, there's a thing on TikTok that I've been seeing a lot too. Is like the worst people. Uh, this is a from a, a waitress or a waiter. The worst people are Sunday afternoon. Oh, I've heard that. That come from church. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, don't they don't tip. tip they're, they're not rude. nice. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And I think that's what this generation, this younger generation, is calling out. Mm-hmm. Is that they they probably they it seems like they really know what Jesus is all about. It seems like it. Like yeah. th- like to a T. Yeah. And they're seeing these 
non-tax collectors and prostitutes. Gosh, isn't this amazing? It's It's just hitting me that like, we've been talking for decades about faith formation in the church and how it hasn't been working, right? It It hasn't made Catholics ultimately. Better. But what it has done is the thing that the church would fear the most, which mm. is it's made Christians. Yeah. Right. right? Yes, 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 right? yes, yes. So, oh no, like we've created a monster. Yeah. If we can take any credit at all. Yeah. We've created a monster who actually believed what we said yeah. about loving and treating people well. Exactly. And now exactly. they're applying those values to us yeah. and we're failing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, they're doing it on their own. We're not telling oh, them. Gosh. Same thing with like, the Pledge of Allegiance. It's like for free. Uh, <laughs> to the flag for the United States of America. And to the Republic, Republic for which it stands, one, one nation, nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice, justice for, for all. all. That, wow. That line. That Woo! was, wow, that was round the block. That brought me back. And then amen, because I went to Catholic school. Oh, really? <laughs> Did you say amen at the at end? Yeah, because I think it was like part of the prayer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the justice and liberty and justice for all. And right. I, I remember seeing a lot of TikToks be like, you made us say this. Yes, yes. Every day. Yeah. And now you're, we're applying it. And right. You're mad and you're about like, it. Yes. Oh my gosh. <sighs> <sighs> But there is a time that I was definitely a um, chief priest and elder. Yeah? Yeah. There was definitely, it was like early, early ministry that I was like, just follow the rules and do yeah. the rules. Really? Yeah. It quickly ended. <laughs> it <laughs> like, shifted. You were telling people just follow the rules? No, I, I, that was like my mindset. Like if just people just did this and this and this, yeah. it would be fine. Yeah. It was lack of compassion, lack of understanding, and, mm. and just lack of like understanding how life really works. Oh, I think I know what you mean. Like setting up these kind of false expectations for people and then watching them fail them. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of, a lot of ministers do that. Right. And this is the, this is exactly it. Right. Like the, again, the Pharisees, the chief priests and the elders are saying that they like, there are rules. Yeah. Just follow the rules. We all agree. This is how we all get to heaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What are you even doing? Yeah. Right. Right. How dare you ask and, and, and explore. Yeah. On your own. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man. This is really good. I mean, it's just so interesting because it's like, uh, how can you not see it? Like, <laughs> it's in our gospels. Yeah. It's happening now. Yeah. You you have to actively not be wanting to see it. Like you're making a choice not to see it. Right. Give me any. What are you thinking of? Well, just like, um, just like any any church that's like that that focuses on making sure people are perfect before mm-hmm. they enter in. Yeah. Or um, apply all these like rules and regulations for faith formation or sacraments, yeah. all this stuff. Like yeah. they, or even like. I don't know, they say that they, man, like the people that, that like, go to restaurants, like they... Like, yeah, who are just say one thing and do another. And do another, yeah. It's making me think about the whole annulment thing. Oh, okay. Right? About, um, like, if you're married in the church, if they're, if your church, if your marriage is a sacramental marriage in the church, yep. and then you get divorced, then... The church kind of considers, and then you start seeing someone else, yep. right? Yep. And the church consi- considers you still married to that first spouse mm-hmm. until you get it annulled. And the annulment is this loophole that says marriage is holy, 
but not if it fits these conditions. And not until you go through the church to satisfy the church on these conditions are you eligible to come to the table for communion. Right. Right? Yeah. So So Christ, literally receiving Christ, is cut off from you if your marriage situation doesn't fit the rules yeah. that we have all accepted. Right, right. I feel like <laughs> this is a really good example. I know people who want Eucharist so badly, yeah, but don't feel like they're allowed to receive it. Yeah. And then I know people who receive communion all the time who don't care. Yeah. Or right. who don't even think about their own, you know, like behavior or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, gosh, that's sad to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause the people, yeah. Yeah. So like the people who care the most, understand it the most Mm -hmm. don't receive. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just fall. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I was just thinking like this week, I know we're recording a little recording ahead, but um, like we, when we think, I, when I think of Texas, I've lived in Texas for a short bit. Yeah. Like we think Christians. Mm, sure. Like that's just the South. Okay. Christianity. And then they have like. The Bible Belt. Bible thing. Belt. Yep. And then they like install this um, floating fence with saws oh, in it. yeah. And I'm yeah. like, how yeah. can this quote unquote Christian state yeah. do this? Yes. Like it, that's that's what people are seeing, getting frustrating and leaving. Yeah, the church. Yep, because it just is is not making sense. Right, it's setting up false standards. Yeah, and then failing to reach them. It's like right? praising God on Sunday and then hating people Sunday afternoon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. And like, oh man, like, come on. <laughs> Like, that's what I'm just saying. I think they're just actively not seeing the world. And I think that's just, I remember having a conversation with my family once and they were talking about how some city's mayor was getting mad. Because people bit, bit mad at him because he was like opening up the senior center yeah. for homeless people when yeah. the senior center was closed. Uh-huh. Now people were pissed about that. Uh-huh. And I was like, and of course I'd like to be in a little bit of an ass. <laughs> and I said, you know what? You know how to get homeless people not to be homeless anymore. Yeah. Give them homes. Yeah. And like, that was like crazy. Controversial. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, well. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a solution. Yeah. So like, that's how easy it can be. There's a lot right. of steps to it, of course. That, that's way back to last week's yeah. meeting about like, no, no, no. I had to work really hard yeah. and I, you know, inherited my family's right. whatever. How dare you use my How dare my you just space? have a free yeah. place to live? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, yeah. And people, people, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's getting fired up, <laughs> listeners. Because I just, I just see, I mean, I'm on TikTok all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I think that. that's a given. But I see more Christian actions yeah. from non-believers than yes. Christian yeah, yeah. actions from believers. Yep. Constantly. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, and, oh, man. It's just really frustrating. Yeah. So, oh, okay. so here we are. All right. Right. Sorry in for this my rant. reading. No, it's perfect <laughs> because in the reading, it's the tax collectors and the prostitutes, prostitutes who are saying, "You know what? I'm changing. Yeah. How I do this right. because of the mercy that's been shown me. Right. Yeah. Because someone told me this is the way of righteousness, and I'm gonna, I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. 
they're, he's saying, the ones who will be in heaven. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So Before you, right? Yeah, entering the kingdom of God before you. Right. So if we're translating this to this story, it's the non-Christians who are living love, yep. maybe, who are ahead in the line. Yeah. Then the Christians, self-processed Christians, yeah. who are not loving. Right. Right? Yeah. So you can see, again, why this would be a bad business model for a church. Yeah. Right? Right. None of this is sort of um, quantifiable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, boy. It's also something that's been kind of running in my mind for a couple of months of of how church works in the sense of, and, and not locally, this is what I'm seeing online, is like they're more concerned about what not to do mm -hmm. than what people should do. Yeah. And it's like, and that just simple switch uh -huh. would change a lot. Yeah. Yes, so it would. Rather than telling people, that they shouldn't do X, Y, and Z and just mm -hmm. tell people that, yeah, we all about love. It's about loving other, others and respecting them. Yep. Like, it's like a whole, like, <laughs> what? You're sighing a lot in this episode. <laughs> and I get it. I do. It's like, yeah, what, uh, sweet, sweetness attracts. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that phrase is. Whatever that phrase is. is. Yeah. I have two little quotes for you from okay. different sources, I think. Yeah. One of them is from Father Clement. Your fave. Tibidoo. Tibidoo. The followers of Jesus Christ are bound by the commitment they have made to model their behavior on him, to follow his example. Truth and sincerity were the hallmarks of his life and his teaching. Jesus said, come, follow me. He did not just say, do what I tell you to do. His faithfulness to the will of the Father led him all the way to Calvary. So, mm. maybe a rocky road. It may be a difficult following. Mm -hmm. But the point is to do it, right? To live that life. Didn't he die at Calvary? He did. Okay. He did. That's the rough part. Yeah. Oh, okay. But through Calvary, right? Yeah. Like, he also then went on to eternal life. That's right. That's right. Let's <laughs> not forget that. <laughs> the other quote is, the key to the correct understanding of this parable is that it is not really praising anyone. It is setting before us a picture of two very imperfect sets of people, right? Uh, the tax yeah. collectors, the, the prostitutes, well, and the scribes and the priests. We're all kind of equal. Right. Neither son in the story was the kind of son to bring full joy to his father, but the one in the end who obeyed was incalculably better than the other. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty old interpretation. That's yeah. from an old book, but... But, uh, you know, the other little saying is that the road to hell is paved with good intentions, mm -hmm. right? Like, I was going to do that. Right. I was yeah. going to I was gonna be good later. Oh, that makes more sense now. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not just the intent. It's, yeah, yeah, you have to do it. Yeah. And if that second son did help him in the field. Right. At the last moment. Right. The work got done. He'd be welcome into heaven. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So... Challenging. Oh, yeah. This has been quite a three-week journey. <laughs> yes, please. No. Can I read you one more quote? This yeah. is a little bit longer. First of all, remember um, three different audiences that these that the book of Matthew is sort of pointed at, okay. right? The people of Jesus. Yep. 
the people of Matthew, mm-hmm. Matthew's time and the church today. Okay. Right? So it's helpful. I think it's helpful to look at it as an individual, but also as a corporate, especially because we're involved in the church. Yeah. We need to look at it bearing some responsibility for that too. Okay. But then there's this interesting quote I want to just kind of finish with. And I don't know where it's from. Oh, history. I know. In the section prior to this one in the gospel, Jesus has just cursed an unproductive fig fig tree. Oh, Do you remember that story? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. The point is surely being made again here. If we're not fit for purpose, if we do not produce fruit, then we are not doing God's will. If we are not gracious, inclusive, modeling the heart and compassion of God, then we are not doing God's will. If our dogma and our doctrine are word perfect and our grasp of historical orthodoxy second to none, but our words and our thoughts and our actions are cold, judgmental, and exclusive, then we are not doing God's will. Better to be a tax collector or a harlot who who has turned his or her life around and reoriented toward God's grace than a self-righteous Pharisee, then or now whose demand for ritual or even confessional purity betrays no life, no spirit, no soul. Jesus does not close the door on the religious authorities, but the implication of his message and challenge for all remains clear. Repent, turn around, and then the kingdom of God will come near. Do not simply say it. Do it. (coughs) Sneeze on the truth. (laughs) What was the last one? Do not simply say it. Do it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Again, that's true for Jesus's time. Yeah. For Matthew's time. Mm-hmm. For our time as as individuals. Yeah. And as a church. As a church as well. Yeah. We got to. We got to. Because I can think of, fortunately, like I mean, that could just be the, the the way that I view the world. But I can think of more people who like are like the chief priests and elders compared to in the church in the church yeah, yeah. and and I, I can see it and it, it's just highlighted i think you know what makes me too, sad but... i know a lot of people who are kind of scrupulous about following the rules and knowing the heresies and knowing the rules uh-huh. and they're miserable yeah that's what's that's what makes me sad about this yeah. like for them i think it would be very scary to let go of those rules yeah because there's some safety, right? In yeah. knowing what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. But it's so much better over here. Yeah. It's so much more fun. It's so much more pleasant. Yeah. There's so much more love available. Yes. Yeah. Over here on the other side. And honestly, I mean, because I've been really, you know, doing some self-reflection and doing some actions as well. Like it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like it, it I feel good. Yeah. You know, like, Yeah. And then it's definitely a shift for me yep. that I've been enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure the people around you have been enjoying it too. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I need to preach what I, or do what I preach, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. So come on over, listener. Yeah. Come on over the, to the good side. <laughs> you tax, you tax if you collectors want. and harlots. Because we all have the same end point. But a- life is, <laughs> what I always say in, in when I give my witness talks is I have life with God and I have mm-hmm. life without God and mm-hmm. life with God is just better. Yeah. And that's it. That's how simple it is. men. I'm a simple man. <laughs> I'm, simple man. I'm just an unfrozen caveman hey man, lawyer. Drink. <laughs> Smoke if you have them. <laughs> that's another phrase. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
Just kidding. Oh, wow. No, smoking is bad. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, listener, thank you. I hope this has been helpful for you. I don't know. We come out of these conversations all feeling so much better than when we went in. Yes. And I hope that's true for you too, listener. This is giving you a little bit of, you know, a come on over feel. Yeah. Yeah. Let's love each other. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And uh, tune in again next week for Lux, the The podcast. podcast. Thank you for listening to Lux, the podcast. Best way to support the show is to share it with those that you love. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you listen to your podcasts. Lux, the podcast is written by Margot Morin, and she's available for a spiritual direction at margomorin.com. Lux, the podcast is produced by Simon Antonio, and you can find him at simonantonio.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at Lux underscore the podcast.